0: Howdy, and welcome to the FBL Jingle, a show where two fantasy football addicts explain where they went wrong each game week, with the added twist that we are playing on the Fantrax website in an 18-man draft head-to-head league. Now, if you've heard that and you're worried that um, this information might not be totally relevant to you in your fantasy football escapade, don't be because we're using the exact same scoring system as the official website, It'll be totally relevant information, just with a slightly different viewpoint. We are, um, we're really going down into the minutiae in this draft league, because all of the high-profile players are gone, and we're dealing in the, the smaller depths of things. So, we hope to provide some decent FPL insight, and we hope you'll enjoy following along with this league. And if you want to see the League itself, you can do that by going to the link in the podcast description, and you can follow along in our Discord, which will also be linked in the podcast description. So, it's about time I introduce my co-host, Stephen.
1: Well, Owen, how are you? Flying it, flying it. Thank you very Um, much for having me on the uh, the inaugural, the very first episode of what is hopefully a long lineage of podcasts.
0: I hope so. Yeah. I'm uh we should yeah, we should just I, state uh, to everyone
1: that like we are not creatives like we do not uh I didn't go to school to do this sort of stuff. I'm an engineer. Owen is also an engineer. We are very much <laughs> doing this on the fly and kind of seeing how we go. So, uh yeah, everyone bear with us, but you know, we'll get there. Uh, I have full faith.
0: Yeah, Hopefully we'll grow into it. Yeah, this idea was born like about a week and a half ago. Yeah, you uh, literally, you know,
1: I remember I was sitting there in work at my desk and I just got a message off of you that just said, uh, okay, so hear me out. And then I imagine immediately just thought, oh, man, it's too early in the morning for this. I don't want to be listening to this. And then you said, <laughs> I want to do a podcast. And I was like, actually, you know what? That doesn't sound like the worst idea I've heard. So uh yeah, that's kind of where it came from. And then here we are.
0: Yeah, yeah, it felt it felt like a good idea because you've you've eighteen managers of which fifteen or sixteen are, are all totally dedicated. and more or less, um, yeah. Yeah, and the the league has been alive now for five years. Um and it's you know it's grown into its own thing. The it's uh, it's t- totally fun to follow along with, I would think, either. I, I really enjoy watching the other fixtures in uh in our league.
1: Well that's it. Like uh, I think um Well, from what, what grew from what was originally, I think a six man league is now an 18 man league and how it's expanded over the last like three or four years has been very interesting to see. And especially because it's draft and it's not regular. So you're not going up against the same per, the the person who has the same three or four main players that you do and makes it a bit more interesting for me anyway. And then also the fact that you are, it's all head to head, like, and, and, and the way that we have the system laid out, which we'll go into in the next episode, like how, how our drafts went, how we broke that down and how the overall league is formatted in terms of uh, leagues and then playoffs and other bits like that. But I think that's a bit too, bit too heavy to go into maybe for a first episode. Maybe we, maybe we leave that (laughs) for, for a future episode, especially with the international break coming up. There's not going to be a whole lot of FPL news to talk about.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think, um, a quick, quick explanation of how the league works, and then maybe we'll. Okay, uh, so we're just going to overdo go everything print.
1: I just said that we wouldn't do. <laughs>
0: uh, just, just uh, an idea of how it works, uh, and then we'll jump into how we did this week. Did we win or lose? Or well, and then we'll 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 call out our teams and and you know discuss how they went. Um, but yeah, I think you've given it all there. Uh, have you had anything else before we jump into last week or week seven of the Premier League?
1: Um, very interesting week I thought. There was a, a nice few a nice kind of mixture of results. I suppose most of them are probably predictable more or less, but I mean a nice few surprises in there. Um not that many clean sheets, interesting to note, only three from what I could see, which was very difficult to to pick when you're trying to waver in your, your fifth defender who's kind of the one that you you can really afford to drop or pick back up again.
0: Um you know yeah um you are never you're never having like a leads for a clean sheet even if it is Watford no and even
1: um, and even a, a, even a norwich burnley that you think has nil nil written all over it you're you're not going to pick up anyone there really
0: i mean no to be honest i couldn't name a norwich centre back so kind of says it all
1: uh, don't they have the, don't they have Kabak? don't they get the liverpool lad who was on loan last season oh, yeah yeah
0: Correct, yeah, they have but he's the there.
1: only guy I know, and that's because he was at Liverpool, not because he's at Norwich now. So. I'm
0: sure a Liverpool fan told you that. Uh, the Arsenal clean sheet was the only thing I kind of predicted. Um, yeah, I, you were hoping Chelsea would get one. Um, probably the Chilwell will give away the penalty.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, um going to jump into... I suppose how I did this week first. So um I had a win uh against uh, a rival of mine Mark Gary. Um I'm going to just run down through my team. I had uh, probably you're also Aaron Rams-
1: probably also worth mentioning that like sorry I know I keep cutting you off <laughs> that we will uh, oh, yeah. we'll also look probably look to try and have some of the people we talk about on the podcast on at some stage over the course of the season because I imagine it's kind of going to be like uh like a radio, not a radio drama, it's the wrong word for it, but like we're going to talk about these reoccurring characters and people are going to have them like built up in their heads. Like, and then eventually we'll get them on the podcast and they can kind of go, Oh my God, he's nothing like I thought he was, or he doesn't sound like I thought he would. <laughs> I
0: always love that when that happens. Yeah, it's, um, it's like a, a, a one of these true crime podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, i get voice actors in for some of them. That would be excellent.
1: Yeah, but you got a win over Mark Gary this week, which was interesting because of how. Uh, kind of tight at the top of the table it is between not only you, but like a couple of other people.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I, I think that there's two points between me and second at the moment. I have, I have six wins and one loss uh, so far. But yeah, um, majority of the league down to around, I suppose, 10th place have four wins, I think. So it is It is very tight. Um, I suppose I'll take you down through the, the fixture between myself and Mark. Um, I had Ramsdale in goal, which I was happy enough with six points. Then Cresswell only got the one up against Brentford. Thiago Silva got one. Did he get a yellow? A long um uh, conceding. Uh, Ruben Diaz with zero yellow conceded two. Lindelof got two. This was that idea. Man United let themselves down there and should have lost that game as well if Tom Davies had a foot in him. Conor Gallagher with two. Dwight McNeil with three. I don't know why I have Dwight McNeil in my team. Pogba won, Ronaldo man Mane 6, Son 8. Yeah, so Mane, Son, doing the business. Uh, Mark got nothing. Got no one scored for him.
1: Yeah, I, looking through this, it, it's it's not it's not really more so that you won, it's that Mark lost, if that makes any sense, because he just had an abysmal showing. Like, <laughs> double Chelsea defence going into the weekend, you would have fancied didn't work out for him. Wolves defender, I picked up uh, Mark Al. Or Marcel, I'm not sure how he pronounce it, and he obviously they conceded against Newcastle. Newcastle also a funny team, like they they're they're second from bottom in the league, but yet they don't they they don't seem to, uh, they seem to sc- still score goals. So that's interesting, even with Callum Wilson out.
0: Yeah,
1: although you hope when he you hope when he's back that they kind of get back to some sort of form. Like they do have him and say, Maximan, and they're kind of. Yeah, I mean, Joe Willock, who has yet to make an impact, considering what he did last season. Got injured. Uh,
0: yeah, they're make, trying to make a claim yeah. for whipping boys, but uh, it's it's hard for me to make that switch in my head about whether or not Newcastle are whipping boys. And, like you know, they're down there with Norwich, and I don't, they don't have that solidity that Burnley have. Hmm. Uh,
1: uh, but yeah, but just to go just to go back on Mark's team then, like Van Dijk, won, Fornals, Mount, Smith Rowe, Ings, Lukaku, Jota, Ferran Torres, like I just I, I know he's a loader. It's a loader. Ro- yeah. load Actually, of ro- you know what? He, well, what's interesting is like he, he hasn't gone too city heavy, even though he is a city fan. Like he hasn't gone like he did last season, like loading up on city defenders. I think he's almost kind of well, he dropped.
0: He, not he learned dropped his lessons this week. Uh, yeah.
1: It seems like Laporte is the is the main pair. Laporte and Diaz is the main pairing. So yeah, yeah. Like, and then even 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 Ake is getting a run out. So you don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but
0: yeah. A few weeks yeah. ago, they were kind of talking about him coming back to fitness and getting into the team, but he's nowhere near it. You're right? So. Yeah.
1: Well, I think if City keep going the way they're going, like that's what two conceded against Liverpool. Now they conceded uh, what was it two in the Champions League against PSG. Like they they are starting to leak a few goals now. Although you you do think that back four is still pretty solid. Yeah, strangely um, enough,
0: they're they're kind of becoming predictable at the back in terms of who they play. Um, I haven't seen Zinchenko. Very unlike yeah. Pep.
1: I imagine him to shake it up after the international break.
0: Zinchenko knocking about or what's his story?
1: I imagine so. They need a body double for Kevin De Bruyne. Oh
0: yeah, nice. What you make of Kev at the weekend?
1: Um you know he didn't really kind of dictate the game as much as he normally does but like you know a game away at anfield is always a a tough indicator of to to say how a players doing. i thought like he kind of got a bit fortunate with the goal that that matip deflected it in um thank god for me because i think if if matip had been given that own goal it would have been very close between me and mitch we'll get on to that um I, um... He's been he's been a bit disappointing this season in terms of fantasy, but you know City are still managing to plow on anyway. I think they're I think moving Jesus out to the right has obviously done okay for them, but they just seem to be missing the focal point up top still. Like I know oh, like Aguero was glaringly inj- obvious, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Aguero was injured a lot of the season last year, and they were playing jesus and then they were still mixing it up when they needed to give jesus a rest by bringing in sterling or ferran torres into a false nine or even phil foden and that worked well for them in some cases but it just yeah it just seems like they don't really have a plan b when that happens you know like they brought sterling off and instead of moving jesus into the center forward role they moved jesus out to the left and brought mares on to the right and then it was phil foden through the middle or maybe it was always like that. No, sorry. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, it's, t- I, it it's just-
0: tough to predict because they interchange anyway. Like Grealish kind of goes into the false nine nine role Grealish, as well. sorry, yeah, Grealish yeah, was a guy yeah. who
1: got subbed off. It wasn't. uh wasn't Sterling's but, um, um,
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna rein you in, Stephen, and I'm gonna get you to give us a lowdown of your fixture <sighs> with Paddy Brennan. No, Mitchell Barr. <laughs>
1: it was Mitchell Barr, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another former Glenside resident. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it was 37-32 in the end. It was quite tight going into the last game, but I knew that I had I knew that I had about four players playing including Salah, so I was confident that I was I was only behind by 3 in that instance. Like he had double Chelsea defense which didn't work out for him, but he had Aspilicueta for two assists. Um Cresswell, Wambasaka, nothing. Madison Saka, Sancho, nothing. Antonio Ings, nothing. Raul Jimenez got two assists, and then Kane done nothing again. And uh, we'll get onto that in a minute. Um,
0: four four assists is all he could muster.
1: Yeah, uh, four four assists and a Saka clean clean sheet point. Uh, I didn't fare too much better, but like. Schmeichel for one. I mean, against Palace, like, pa- Palace aren't the side that we thought they were last season. They're do they're scoring goals like they're they're just not winning yeah. games. Um,
0: yeah, you could we could go um, on that rabbit hole. Palace are uh, a completely new team. Uh, yeah. I'm super impressed with them. I'm. Um, I think there's uh, so many players. Alix even there just came on and had a good game. Edward is there. Connor Gallagher's flying it. Yeah, uh, they're they're going to be super interesting to watch. You and
1: Connor Gallagher, Jesus Christ, get a room.
0: Me and Connor against the world.
1: Yeah, that's it. Um, so then you know, I I started I started Roberts and Matip and Cancelo, which like was probably like to be honest, I didn't really have much of it, much other options. Like, I I have Rashford and Reese James on my bench who are both injured, and then um, but it still worked out for me, Bowen. Who I got as a waiver wire pickup and Townsend, who I also got as a waiver wire pickup with, with, with two goals. Um, my, like, midfielders and fan tracks are just impossible to come by. So, like, the fact that the two lads I wavered in are doing better than any of the midfielders I drafted tells you everything you need to know, I think. But, yeah, like, Salah, Salah with a goal, Salah with a goal and an assist, he was brilliant at the weekend. I thought the hit, the way, like, his individual goal was, oh, like, Up there is probably goal of the season, um, towards the end of it. Like, I'm not even saying that now. I'm like predicting that that will be one of the goals um, nominated for goal of the season. Picked up Ivan Tony, um, after dropping, uh, Ismail who scored for, um, for me last week. But like, I think Tony will be better in the long run. And then Vardy, who's just just consistent. I think I was reading a stat today that, uh, Vardy is the first player over, 30 to um uh score was it like 90 goals or something he's like the only other player to do it in the premier league is ian wright so i think that tells you a lot about how prolific he is um yeah, <laughs> one, I thought, I one of you. our one of our housemates actually said like uh oh like uh, i think ianacho is i think ianacho is better and we i was just like i was i was gobsmacked. I was like, how can you say that? Like, Acho had a good second half of last season. Jamie Vardy's been consistently one of the best strikers in the Premier League for the last four or five years.
0: Yeah, so. to be honest, I thought, I thought he was spent. He came back from an injury last year, was it? And I was kind of like, I don't know, but yeah, then he just turns it on again. Who am I to doubt him?
1: Yeah, I think he got six goals. What's interesting for Mitch is that he, he benched Andros Townsend again uh, not learning his lesson from last week when he played Stephen Lyons and managed to beat him purely because he was able to he was able to bring in Andros Townsend as a sub. So, you know, um, unfortunately, Town- only...
0: Townsend doing that work and Mitch just ignored it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just like throwing him, throwing it away, throwing it away. But sure, look, I had I'm f- my last three results were two draws and a loss in fantasy, which is i want to say is almost unheard of like so oh, yeah. jaws, was... are,
0: uh, jaws are <laughs> a unicorn you know
1: <laughs> well i've seen two in the last three weeks on so i feel i, I, I might go and p- play a
0: lot of numbers later That'd be nice um okay two wins for the lads uh let's uh, let's have take a quick look at the standings after game week seven Oh yeah I <laughs> you're like know. the
1: uh you're like the guy in sky sports news who they get to do all like read out the official results and stuff
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's it uh i don't, I don't know who i'm after losing myself um yeah mark gary couldn't get a win down in eindhoven against Owen <laughs> yeah um but yeah let's take a quick look at it uh that leaves me in first on six and one yourself steven in fifth on four two and one um so like from first there first 18 points down to i think it was fairly bang on down to 10th is you know 12 points so there's only two wins between 10th and first it's all it's all there for the taking
1: yeah early days um Early days, you obviously have a few lads down at the bottom there struggling with one win and six losses, but I think that's to be expected from some of the lads. They're yeah. just not as in, not as into the fantasy as, as some of the, some of the other lads, but yeah, it's competitive. Like, you're six and one. Um, Stevens five, other Stephen, Stephen Lyons is five, one and one. Porick is on a nice five game win streak, five and two. Poor uh, Paddy is on a another nice win streak, five, five and two. I'm four, two and one. Connell is four, one and two. So you know, there's 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 only like five points between first and sixth, so you can turn around very easily. But yeah, you, could, it's, you uh, could
0: you could jump there from tenth to third on a win. So you know, if fixtures went your way. Yeah. That's, exactly. Um, yeah.
1: That's it. That's it.
0: That's interesting.
1: And oh one point that i wanted to make is uh but in preparation for this which was like five minutes before we started the podcast because i wasn't sure if we were going to play it uh or do it because um my internet was down uh thank you uh vodafone uh outstanding service as always plug plug Um I, can, I do a, I, did, blame, I did like a standout blame player mark
0: Zuckerberg. Hmm? you can blame mark Zuckerberg for that one i think yeah, yes, I think I will as well. Yeah.
1: Why not? Um, okay. just blame everyone. Get them all in. Get them all out there. Yeah. Um, uh, I did like a standout player for each game. And, uh, just when I was going through it, I said standout player for the Spurs, uh, Villa game. I put down Kane because I absolutely <laughs> stand
0: out in what way? Uh,
1: in, in the worst way. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. stood out in the worst way Owen. because he's done absolutely nothing this season and. Like, if you're a fantasy owner and especially if you're in draft, you've got to be pulling your hair out and saying, like, what, what have I done? What, football gods, how have I offended you? And how can I rectify this situation? Because he's yeah, just he's, he's absolutely terrible. Like, and he was playing in the Europa Conference League on Thursday and he scored a hat trick. And you've got to be thinking, wow, okay, in, in, like,
0: in 45 minutes or less.
1: Something like that. Well, they were playing a terrible side. I think I looked it up. Yeah. I think they were from like Romania or something like that. So the
0: the opposition wasn't
1: the best. But nevertheless, he still scored a hat trick and you're thinking, God, he's bound to do something at the weekend and then just another blank. Like it's got to be the worst start to his career, I'd imagine.
0: Uh, it used to be the way that he'd never score in August um there for about two or three seasons but then
1: yeah Yeah, but then even that kind of went away because they they came back they came back last season or the seat was it last season the season before last and he was and he was banging in the goals from the from the very off like the problem with Kane is it hasn't like nobody really cared about the start his start of the season because you know once he got going there was no stopping him the only thing that was stopping him then was an injury which he would always get so yeah, I don't know. True. It's it seems like that whole ploy by Spurs or that that Spurs desire to keep Harry Kane is I don't want to say backfired because like they probably wouldn't they would not they wouldn't have been able to get as as good a player to replace Kane. Um but it just seems like Neil No doesn't Abraham. really know what to do and he can't drop Kane.
0: <laughs> do you take your 100 million and buy like Danny Ings or Tammy Abraham that were available at the time? Um, uh, you know, like Aston Villa obviously cashed in on Grealish, and they're going fine. They're, you know, are they going fine? They're going all right.
1: Was, uh, yeah, they're doing all right. I think, yeah, I think yeah. they have enough. I think they have enough good players together that they'll figure it out eventually. I think they just need to kind of get over the hangover that is like the way they used to play, which was relying on Grealish and Watkins to just do something like. Uh, yeah. Like Villa typically did as well as Grealish played. Like so, when Grealish was out of the side for the end of last season, they were they were just hanging on. Like you know, they were they were just yeah. grinding out results. They weren't really playing well. Like,
0: yeah, fairness Watkins is. I, I I doubted Watkins for a long time, but he's flying it. And when you have Danny Ings and Watkins in any side, I reckon you have a chance of a goal and you have a chance of a draw or something out of it. So ah, uh, they, they'll do fine. Um. Who were your other standout players, Stephen?
1: Um, so just going through it there, like you said, I think you kind of called him out already. Uh, Elise, that uh, player from Palace, came on at half time, uh, scored the first goal for Palace, and then um, I don't know if he was fully credited with the assist, but he put the cross into the box that schlup got on the end of, eventually to to make it um, to make it two all. Leicester, by the way, are just they seem to be just getting in their own way. Two nil up away to Palace, you figure. You know, got enough, got enough at the back, and got enough steel in midfield to to shore that up. But no, um, the,
0: the, the names are certainly there. You know, it is a lot of quality, but
1: well, it's basically the same squad as last season. That was good enough to win the FA Cup. People like to, people like to bag on the FA Cup, but I still think it's a it's a decent competition. You know, you still have to have have the, uh, you still have to be a good team to win it. Um, yeah, other standout are, players, are, so. uh, uh, mentioned to Damari Gray. Mm-hmm. Who, if he wasn't a forward, I would have picked up weeks ago. I thought the way um, the the effort that he showed to bounce off, <laughs> bounce Fred off, and win possession for the what what ended up being the Everton goal. Um,
0: yeah, he he, he's he had a super run there in the first half. As well. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I think, and then the, the way they have the way they have it set at the moment because they're missing DCL and Rchalis, and they're playing the four four one one with Gray in behind Rondon. Who just doesn't look up to speed yet? I don't think he was anticipating yeah. being thrown into the squad this early or starting eleven this early. But
0: when needs must, he'd quite a few oppor- he'd quite a few opportunities. Ah, and...
1: uh, he did, he did. But I don't think anyone really expect. I didn't anyway. I don't think I ever expected him to score any. Um, you know. No. So, but look, I think once they get DCL back and Lisson back there, there that's a potent combination of them two. Demary Gray and Townsend. You imagine Demarry Gray moves back out to the left, Townsend stays on the right, and then the two boys up top are uh, in a nine ten scenario. Um I gave Werner my yeah. standout player for the Chelsea Southampton game because I thought he was I thought he was very good. He was probably unlucky to have a goal disallowed in the first half. Um
0: I, know, he's, I know. he's had six, sixteen goals disallowed at Chelsea.
1: Yeah, how do you check that, or how does anyone check that? Like, is there a stat for I disallowed know, goals? It, it,
0: it appears. It appears on Facebook every now and then. oh yeah. Well, Facebook's and always one hundred percent accurate laugh information. We're mm. Absolutely. That's why it's down. That's why I'm not it's
1: vaccinated. So good. good. That's why I am vaccinated. Uh, Please, man, don't 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 hit me. Um
0: yeah. Then, I uh, super. Like you know, he, he doesn't he doesn't take his chances, but he does everything else right. So. Eh, that's so it. I as think as soon as he starts, I think he starts taking a third of his chances yeah, or less, he's going. I be think now because he player. is
1: because he's not being relied on to score all the goals. Hopefully, that takes some of the pressure off and allows him to, I don't know, freeze him up a bit. Because um, you could just you can just tell he's not a natural finisher. Like he's he's good on the he's good on the left. Um, getting in behind, linking up play, getting, getting like low crosses into the box. And, but yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I was, I, I thought it was good for him to get the goal anyway. Um, and, you know, that's, that's, that's about it. <laughs> so, uh, I thought, I thought him, I gave as my standout player for the Wolves game because considering everything he went through, And his poor start to the season, where I had him as a fantasy owner and I ended up dropping him. And yeah, like that's on me. Uh, He came back and scored a very nice goal last week and was very impressed with the composure that he had. I thought because of how much of a goal drought he was on, that he would just snatch at it. But no, like very composed. And then two assists um, this weekend from him. So hopefully he's back to his best.
0: How do you you pronounce uh, Hwang?
1: uh, Yeah, I was just gonna, I was gonna ask you.
0: <laughs> he Chan, He chan Huang. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think he's on. What's his story? Because I, I barely got up to speed on, on whether or not Trinkau was good. He's on There's loan sp-
1: from Leipzig, I believe. Um, it's either Leipzig or Salzburg. I can't remember now. It might potentially be Salzburg. Sorry now. My, my, my information maybe isn't the best, but they got him on loan there, but, but he was very highly touted when he was over there. And I think he just, um, hasn't really performed as well as they would have hoped. So they were just, um, looking to maybe get him experience in another league. And yeah, you can say like the Premier League is a pretty tough league to go and get experience in, but he's, he's, he's adapted very well now. I think, um, I think the way he's played
0: the last couple of weeks is he's looked very good. So, um, it's keeping Traore out of the team. <laughs> well, Tri- the is just just back from injury, so Tri- is an interesting
1: one. Traore is uh, he'll he'll dribble the ball well and he'll beat about four or five lads. But his end product is just, it's it's always been the the top the, the topic in question yeah, for Adam yeah. Traore like
0: he, we, we, we we know the story, which we, we do we do. So there, I don't feel
1: really like harping on about it. Yeah,
0: um, Ramsdale for Arsenal, I presume.
1: Uh, I actually gave it to cucarella just purely based on the amount of work that he went through in that game um It seemed like time any any time Burley or sorry Brighton sorry were doing anything positive or even defending positively or he was typically in in and around what was going on um player who I don't really even know much about I know that he came through the Barcelona Academy, and that's where I think Brighton got him from but um. Yeah, he looks a smashing player. I think he fits into the Graham Potter system well. I think we're finally starting to see now Graham Potter what uh, his system looks like when the players are finally comfortable in it. I think la- and and are actually now starting to get a bit of end product. Like they're everyone was laughing at well, not laughing at them, but everyone was just going banging on about them being like XG United, like they're just they would they would create a bunch of chances but never actually score any. So you know, it's nice to see them yeah, doing well.
0: Yeah, I, I think. Um... The what might be the case, and and it's a lot of people's beliefs, is is that they're playing more or less the same, but they're getting the rub of the green this time. So rather than a penalty going against or a screamer that didn't go in or did go in, um, they're getting the rub of the green, and then the results are going their way. What well, what I was surprised by big time is that they had twenty one shots against Arsenal. Oh yeah, they absolutely turns. peppered
1: us. Like oh, for anyone that yeah. for anyone that isn't doesn't know on the podcast, I'm an Arsenal fan, own as a Chelsea fan uh yes i i uh i do live in misery most of the time
0: um but i was fully anything for an easy life
1: i think i think it's just making my life harder if anything i don't i don't know what it is i was talking pre-
0: about myself <laughs> you love a you love a flagellation
1: i guess so some i don't know
0: um loves it
1: Maybe we guy. can we can delve into that and maybe another episode when we have a, another fellow arsenal fan on. we can maybe go into what is it what it is to be an arsenal fan
0: um i mean we don't really need to depress the audience more
1: yeah uh, we'll do it during the international break when there isn't many people listening anyway <laughs> um
0: is there a, is there a planned end to the banter era uh, the
1: I, hopefully um i don't know <laughs> look i'm not going to go into it now hopefully. but i just hope that uh, now that has kind of got a squad together that seemingly are all all in and around the same age that they kind of develop together. So they kind of develop a bit more of an understanding on the pitch and in maybe two or three years' time, they're back challenging for some serious competition um, of some sort. But look, um, we've been shit for a while, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not expecting miracles this season. Uh, I think if we get in and around six, they'd probably take that. Which says, which isn't saying a lot being an Arsenal fan, but I'm also trying to be
0: a realist. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, I'm, I'm I'm conscious we've half an hour gone, so I'm going to quickly get your last four players of the week, um, and then we'll move, I, we'll move on to next week.
1: I don't. Ah, uh, so, look,
0: uh, Norwich Burnley. I just went for say? the
1: keepers because it was a nil-nil, and I didn't actually watch the game. Um, Leeds. I went for Lorente. Um, B- for-
0: Billy Gilmore. No surely, Billy Gilmore.
1: Uh Leeds, I went for uh, Lorente for 1-0 Watford <laughs> um, I went for Mbueno for uh, Brentford in the West Ham game, just because he seems to have, have developed a really good strike partner, partnership with um, Ivan Tonia.
0: Lively as, as they'll come all over the place. I think that in Boa Yeah,
1: like he's he's sounds like a
0: nice bear too.
1: Yeah, he, he he loves. He he seems to be thriving in it anyway. In the the system that uh, Thomas Frank has set up for them, and uh, yeah, he's adapted really well. Considering I think they signed him only this uh, this summer, so yeah, I wasn't sure how he was going to uh, going to adapt with the limited. um training before the before the start of the season and then I went with Salah in the Liverpool City game purely because you know the assist oh, to Mane was not, gorgeous and his goal was even
0: better Um,
1: not,
0: not Foden no I was super impressed by Foden
1: I was super impressed with Foden he, as well but sometimes the player
0: he gave did, he he more or less sent off Milner <laughs> as he should have got the goal was, was that not Bilva uh, it was, was it not super,
1: Bilva that he failed
0: oh yeah it was. I'm pretty sure it was Yeah, uh, sure. He, He got the first yellow, I think, on vote. I think so. Milner had a fucking mare of a time.
1: Ah, well, Milner's thirty-five years old, asking to who's a centre midfielder asking to play right back. Like he's he was always going to have a tough time, especially against those City lads who are quick and pacey and got a bit of skill on them. Like it was, it was always going to be a tough Uh, ask. But he was never going to say no to Klopp. You know, he's 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 all about the team. So, um, I I saw I saw Gary Neville, or was it Sky Sports anyway? Gave a, a joint man of the match salah and i think foden got man of the match and i was like i'm not having it like i was full of old man yells at cloud like this is get, men
0: men of the match get,
1: game's gone i was like i turned to steve during the game and i said game's gone like uh men are joined men of the match like what are they gonna do to cut the trophy in half anyway anyway let's move on
0: i have to share it um i think i think phil gets it on the weekends
1: oh it's like a divorce it's like a divorced child
0: yeah, yeah, like a child that got a divorce.
1: Yeah, what about bank holidays then?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, you have to carry the one. Ah, okay, gotcha, so,
1: gotcha. Yeah, yeah. and um, I suppose there's like who pays yeah. for transport, like the transport of the trophy back and forth.
0: Mm, I don't know. Probably posted.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll DM, I'll DM,
0: I'll DM Phil, and he'll tell me. Please, please fill us in next week. I will, yeah. Thank you, Stephen, for your update on Men of the Match Game Week 7 in the Premier League. So, a look ahead uh, next week. Um, would, do you want to chat about the moves we're going to make? Or do you want to talk about the matches themselves? Um, suppose we have the international break.
1: Well, we have the international break coming up. So, like, talking about any... Talking about any players we want to bring in at this stage might feel a bit premature because there's, there, there could be potential injuries or, or anything b- b- between, between now and then. I think maybe looking at the fixtures might be a decent, a decent idea to I
0: have a quick look, quick look at the potential clean sheets. Yeah.
1: I, I, that's what I'm thinking. So yeah, yeah. I, I have this, I have it up here on my screen. I'm conscious that, um, own your recording with uh with the the data from your phone and if you even try to look at another web page you'll
0: just go up oh, I've, I've gotten i've gotten a second internet source since we spoke last A time, second
1: uh, internet source you mean a second phone um
0: uh, more or less i have a little router thingy that i got like a 10 or a month internet on wow. so that's um that's doing me for now it does my chromecast and does this
1: really live and large smart. over there huh
0: I can tell you that at half one on Saturday, October 16th. Half one in... Watford. Half one Netherlands time, Liverpool. we should say.
1: Half one in the Netherlands, half 12 UK time, UK GMT.
0: I'm sure most of the listeners are Dutch. Uh,
1: mm, Hard doubt. <laughs> Press X to doubt.
0: <laughs> Press X to doubt. Um, I would imagine Liverpool will go ham on Watford. You know, yeah,
1: you'd imagine. So listeners. I think it's only just been score? confirmed in no. the last... Like tw- 24 hours, around the Ranieri is is the new Watford manager, so um he's going to have ding, Dilly Dong <laughs> Dilly Ding, yeah, yeah. That was the, actually what the Watford did on their Twitter when they were announcing it. They just had to put out a tweet that was Dilly Ding, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was fun of him um, oh,
0: But a Belter, I got a great laugh. But like
1: you imagine, like he, he imagine Liverpool get the win there. It's just a case of whether Liverpool keep a, a clean, win sheet or not. Winning a
0: clean, I, I I think a clean. At Watford are probably. Not worth taking a look at for about three weeks.
1: Uh, Sir, Sir is a decent player, own.
0: Uh, he is, but um,
1: I was surprised when Watford went down last last time that nobody went in for him. I, but I think it, I think he had a ridiculous release clause in his contract that was just not worth, not worth it, and that's what kind of kept him there. But he's looked good again this time, so I don't know. Be interesting to see. Uh,
0: like my reasoning is, I look at the league, and I you're always looking at teams to target. And Watford, Norwich, I always target the Leeds defence. Mm. Um Southampton I usually think don't score against teams. Um so when I'm when I'm looking around the leagues for my clean sheets and things and, and my players to score, I like the sight of Watford.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's like that's to be expected of any any fan natural any fantasy owner, you're gonna look at the shit teams and try and <laughs> pick up players that are playing against the shit teams. So, oh yeah, language warning, I suppose, by the way, but we're well into it by now. So we'll just keep plowing on. Um, Fuck, the, fucking the game, <laughs> um, the game I'm looking at, uh, as a potential clean sheet is, uh, Brighton away to Norwich. Like just Brighton seem to be so solid at the back and Norwich just don't seem to be able to buy a goal at the moment. I know they've got the, the great team of Puki, but they just, yeah. And whatever Billy Gilmore is, uh, we still don't know yet, but. Yeah, he he's there. He's knocking about. Um,
0: yeah, you'd know, you'd even be worried about Brentford getting one past Chelsea. Uh, City, obviously, for a clean against Burnley. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, I suppose uh, I was. Uh, yeah, that was probably the most obvious one. So, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. Fair enough. Um, um
0: Everton, West Ham don't want anything out of that. Yeah, I want the attackers out of it. Yeah, Spurs, Newcastle, Spurs are we're just going to Spurs things up.
1: Yeah, you'd imagine
0: Keep, keeping it keeping it spicy, Tottenham Hotspur.
1: Yeah, like um, I came out from the Athletic today. Um, they reported that Nuno, uh, when he signed the contract at Spurs, it's a two-year contract. With Spurs, uh, have an option to terminate it at the end of the first season uh, without any severance package. So Spurs are very much in the driving seat with regards to that contract. Screams, um, Daniel, Lee. if they were the to. Does. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like he's, uh he, he's, uh, he, he kind of knew what the situation was. They went in for about five or six different managers and didn't get any of them, and they were kind of desperate then at that stage and just looking for a manager who was... sure,
0: they, they had, they had even already gone in for Nuno and decided against it.
1: Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: That it, it is, Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: that, so... yeah. So there you go. So, um, but like you know the. You know, if Cain, if if Kane gets back going, you know they're dangerous. Like Kane just needs to needs to do something. <laughs> and and I'll believe it when them, we see
0: it. I mean, Son, son is still Son, fair play. Ah, kid.
1: Son's always going to give you a hundred and ten percent. And like you're always going to, you know what you're going to get out of Son. Now there there will be the game where he's a where he goes mad and gets a red card, like as, as I think we've seen over the la- over the last couple of seasons. But for the most part, he's He's
0: fairly reliable. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail on, on the fixtures because, as we said, during the international break, a few injuries, a few lads looking well, so on and so forth. We, we must keep an eye on how late players come back and the cold COVID situation. The Brazilians are going to be missing, I believe. No. Uh,
1: so, apparently, it's been agreed with the, the UK government that the uh, players that are traveling to South America won't need to quarantine for 10 days when they come back. Um, unlike oh. uh, everybody else <laughs> in the world, um, so there's no there's going to be no repeat of uh, of Croatia for any of the uh, the Argentina lads like Bundy or Martinez, and um, they'll be able to come straight back in.
0: Okay, not so bad. I, I I I seen like an article about Tuchel being given out about Silva not being available, but maybe things have changed since. Um, I think I'd like to draw a line under this episode, Steve. I think we have. Um, we have uh, drawn all we can out of the last week's fixtures, we've explained how the league works, we've explained where we are, we've had a look at our teams And I have a few topics I'd like to discuss in the upcoming episodes um, I'd like to take a look at the international break, I'd like to take a look at the moves we're going to make And I'd like us to have a chat about the teams we drafted and what we have afterwards I suppose a nice to look back on, on the things we taught week one and uh, what we think now going into game week eight so uh
1: yeah and i think that's that's kind of what the international break might be a handy opportunity to do we can kind of give people a bit of a people a bit more background history onto uh onto how the draft went and what sort of players were picked up who, and who was picked up where and how how things have shaken out as the as the league has gone on so far this season and then maybe looking into some of the international fixtures who's doing well who's doing poorly who might be worth picking up.
0: Maybe even mm. an interview over this uh, this two week period. Where we? Ooh, you know, is
1: that a tease? Is that you? Is that you dropping a little teas or? Huh?
0: We might have um, episode two honor among Steves coming up, or episode three oh. Ticket Steves.
1: Oh, you put it out there, now. I, I have all the Steve. Puns there's going to be high demand. Board. I
0: have uh, episode four good Stevening.
1: <laughs> what was episode three?
0: Oh, as thick as Steve's.
1: Oh, was it? Okay, sorry, I missed that. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, like, we'll see. We'll wor- We'll workshop it a bit. I don't know if I want them all to be na- puns on my name, but... <laughs> well, I'll keep it going we'll as long not... as
0: I can. I'll try to come up with one that yeah. makes sense for episode well, one. Well,
1: look, you're the, you're the host at the end of the day, so, you know.
0: Okay, I'm going to call it, Steve. Um, yeah, we have a lot of exciting stuff to look into in the coming weeks. Um,
1: Definitely and uh, be interesting to see what the feedback is from people who do listen like what do you, what do they, th- yeah, they see yeah. what they think we might have done diff- could do better or <laughs> what they'd be interested in listening to and we maybe even adapt some of it
0: so for the other 16 members of the league uh, you can view the league at the link in the discord description uh, you can also get in touch with us at the discord which is also in the podcast description and um, yeah I think we'll see you next time Goodbye, everyone. Slaan. All the best.